Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The 414 window is real. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, Liberty Council recently filed suit against a Rhode Island school district, the school district in Providence, because it is banning the Child Evangelism Fellowship Good News Clubs from meeting on campus while allowing the other secular, similar types of clubs, if you will, to meet on campus with no problem. We're going to be talking about what is the 414 window, and we're also going to be talking about the impact of what happened in 2022 on cases like this and many others going forward. So this is a new development. Obviously, this is not a new issue, Holly, going Mm -hmm. back to June of 2001. There's a Supreme Court decision called Good News Club versus Milford School District, and in that decision, the Supreme Court clearly ruled that It is a violation of the First Amendment freedom of expression, viewpoint discrimination, to allow these other clubs, like the Scouts, for example, but not to allow good news clubs on campus. So this is really something that's already been litigated. It's tried. We have won many of these cases around the country. We've never lost a case, but notwithstanding, Providence, Rhode Island School District, Providence School District there in Rhode Island, is continuing to violate the law. You know, it's interesting, a little background, you know, they had a good news club in on their elementary school campuses, but then when COVID hit, you know, they shut them down. So as of 2019, they had these clubs, COVID shut down, and then when they came back, they allowed all these other clubs to come back, except for the Good News Club. Even the principal wanted the Good News Club, but this district and the superintendent has been discriminating for two years against these Good News Clubs. So it makes you wonder, what is he afraid of? Is he not wanting to say that Christians should have equal access? There's a lot of question marks there. Why would he be discriminating against the Good News Clubs? There is a a lot of question marks. You know, they have the Boys and Girls Clubs. They allowed that. Boys and Girls Scouts, they allow them. They also have the YMCA, and most recently, they have allowed Girls on the Run. They're all allowed to use the school facilities after school, uh, free of charge. But and interesting, as you mentioned, Good News Clubs were meeting before COVID. And then the everybody was shut happy down. with that, yes. And then when uh, they opened back up and the clubs came back on campus, everyone could come back on except for the Good News Club. It's unconstitutional, clearly, what's right. going on. And they should know the background. We've never lost a case with the Good News Clubs, and that you cannot discriminate. Maybe he needs to go back to school. You cannot discriminate against Christian viewpoints on the campus. It's going to be an expensive decision for yeah. this school district to continue to violate the Constitution. Proverbs 22.6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Even secular philosopher Aristotle said, Give me a child until he is seven, and I will show you the man. Obviously, if you look at the importance of children, uh, it is a very critical time that we're talking about as K through five, if you will, kindergarten through fifth grade, 
or up into sixth grade, basically the 414 window, ages 4 through 14. That is a very critical time. So when we talk about the 414 window is real, that's what we're talking about. Statistics show that the majority, nearly 85%, in fact, in some cases, of people who accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior make that first commitment before the age of 12 to 14. Right. That's generally the time period when a child's personality and future behavior is formed. And of course, we're seeing that on the other spectrum. The enemy knows that because they're pushing all this LGBT agenda and all this trans nonsense and all that at these children at that age. As young as kindergarten. Absolutely. That's right. And yeah. pushing the sexual the sexual material in the schools at these young ages, all of that because they know about the 4 to 14 years. Yeah, and, you know, 70% approximately of people who feel a call to full-time missions, uh, they have felt that initial call between the ages of 4 and 14. So this 4 to 14 window represents a critical time, formative years in the lives of young people. Uh, you have, for example, um, students' clubs here. Now, the girls on the run here in this particular a school district that's been allowed. I'm, I'm not sure if they have pushed the LGBTQ agenda, but they have done that in other school districts in other locations. Um, so they're allowed to meet on campus. They're allowed to have these uh, student clubs or these groups for these students to have secular meetings for whatever purpose they want. Good News Clubs ought to be allowed as well. And Good News Clubs are individual clubs you can only attend by virtue of the parents' permission, you can't just walk into them. So parents are the ones that make the decision. Right. But any child is welcome. It doesn't have to be particularly a Christian, but they get that kind of teaching. And uh, when they are in the club, biblical teaching and teaching them how to be good leaders and good citizens. And these uh, parents and these teachers, even the bus drivers, notice the difference in these children. Yeah, they do. They notice the difference in them. So, you know, originally what's happened in these cases... School districts, uh, for example, in Bible clubs, they have uh, argued that it is an establishment of religion violation if they don't censor these religious viewpoints. So they can have all these secular groups and secular meetings on campus, but not religious, because they say if they do, well, they're using our uh, facility. And under the 1971 so-called Lemon versus Kurtzman case, or the Lemon Test, as it's been named, they therefore would be establishing a religion. That's what their argument has been. That's what the argument was in our case involving the Christian flag. Well, yes, we have all these other flags that we allow. Yeah, they're open to the public, open for all applicants, but not for you as a Christian, because if you perceive that flag to be Christian, we can't fly it because we would be establishing a religion if we did. If you perceive it to be secular, we can fly it because we're not establishing a religion. Same thing with Coach Kennedy. You can kneel, but if you think secular thoughts, it's okay. If you think religious thoughts, it's not okay. We have to ban you because of Lemon versus Kurtzman. The argument back in 2001 with respect to the Good News Club was the same thing. We have to ban the Good News Clubs because of Lemon versus Kurtzman. Fortunately, back then, the Supreme Court rejected it and said, no, this is a free speech issue. It's private speech on public property, so Lemon or the Establishment Clause is not even implicated, but that has been the defense. Lemon has been used to literally divorce America from its religious roots 
It's been used to tear down Ten Commandment monuments, nativity scenes, religious symbols, to censor religious performances, like, for example, years ago when we had a school performance where it was a talent show and the students were able to select their own songs. Mm -hmm. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes group wanted to select Carmen's song, We Need God in America. And when they sang that song, they got disciplined. And the principal then gave an apology over the intercom system for allowing that to be done on campus. Wow. But even aside from the lemon test, from a legal standpoint, hasn't there always been equal access for these good news clubs on campus? There have been. Lemon test has always been like the fly in the ointment, and but mm -hmm. lemon test has always been the one that has been the issue. Uh, when you come to some of these free speech cases, like the Boston Christian flag case, the Coach Kennedy case, you have the free speech, which sometimes sets aside lemon, but other times courts have pulled lemon out of the closet and used it, as they did in our case. Mm -hmm. You know, we lost twice in the lower court, lost twice at the Court of Appeal, because they looked at this as this was government establishment of religion by allowing religious viewpoints. Same thing for Coach Kennedy lost in the lower courts using lemon. The Supreme Court now has finally buried lemon, Hallelujah. finally <laughs> overturned it. Yeah. And as a the result, has been buried. <laughs> these yeah. kinds of cases, whether it's the Bible club cases for Good News Clubs or Fellowship of Christian Athletes or some other after-school Bible club case, are going to be much easier because lemon doesn't even come into the picture anymore. Right, because equal access means equal treatment, period. And so with that sea change that occurred in 2022 between the May 2 decision, in our case, Shirtliff versus City of Boston, the Christian flag case, and June 27, the Coach Kennedy case against the Bremerton School District where he knelt down and prayed, and now lemon's gone as a result of those two cases combined together, it's a whole new day for Ten Commandments. All the cases that struck down Ten Commandments, nativity scenes, crosses uh, on water towers or standalone crosses or crosses or symbols in city seals, all of those things, whether a church can rent a school facility for worship service on the weekend, all of those cases that relied upon lemon, over 7,000, are gone and it is a brand new day. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash flag. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.